Stab. Whip. What? Yeah. 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 Hey, yo, Quavo. Quavo. Offset. What's happening? Uh -huh, yeah. Yeah. That way. Uh -huh. That you? Yeah. Quavo. Huh? Whoa, 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 yo. Yo, there's, there's nobody here. Oh, no one else it's is just, here? It's just us. God, that is so exhausting. All right, cool. Cool. How you doing, man? You okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm just laying down a verse. Oh, yeah? Who's yeah. this one for? Uh, it's just for Travis. You know, we're oh. doing we're doing a song. Uh, oh yeah, just a little song together. What's yeah. this one called? Uh, this it's one's called, called uh, "I'm Sucking Travis's Dick" because he gives me good features and I'm more popular than you and Takeoff. No, it's called Bookshelf because we get so much stacks. We put them on a bookshelf. For oh your, wow, that's creative. Just so you know. Let me get. Let me guess. Who produced it? Murder Beats. That fucking weirdo from Fort Erie. Look, I get your vibe. I just need some space. Yeah, you guys we give you that space. We gave you that space. You got to do a song with DJ Khaled. That's space, okay? He lives 3,000 feet in the air. That's called space. Look, Travis gives me palace clothing. He gives me what, what uh, do we nice shoes. What do we don't give you? We give you ad-libs. We don't do anything else. We literally just supplement everything you do. What's wrong with you? We were the three Migos. Three. Look, we need to... We need to get divorced. I'm tired of this. No. I'm too good. I look amazing. I look great in t-shirts. Have you seen me in a tank top takeoff? Have you seen me in a white tank top? T-shirt was my idea. T-shirt was my idea. 17.5. Same, Same color. T-shirt. Look. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Don't. I don't want to do this anymore. Takeoff didn't leave his house today. What? He hasn't seen sunlight in three days. He got news that you were gonna you were gonna do this single and he's just not ready. Fine, let's get back together. <sighs> wait, okay, wait, one more thing. One more thing. Uh-huh. I got something for you as a gift. Oh no way. These these high top flip flops. Hard top Wow. That was instrumental. Magisterial. Very important. <laughs> Always. Yeah. What's going on? Episode. 20 whoa two zero. Twenty twenty one. you know back at it like crack at it <laughs> we made it so uh it's your boy krish aka chris aka the tamil hemingway aka mr date your girl with you and i'm here with my lovely co-host the main man himself thin duncan slim duncan the crimson chin of a how are you today man uh you know what i have to issue an apology before i'll just Say it's uh it's Navek, aka Aziz Band, sorry, aka Mr. Run Up to Your Girl, say hello then run away, aka uh Young Couch. And we have some guests here today. Yeah. You wanna do you wanna go ahead and introduce them real quick? Uh if you'd like to self introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs> We're very professional here. Uh but we have a super special guest and she's gonna quickly introduce herself. She's gonna tell us her name and she's gonna tell us her favorite color really quickly. Hi, my name is Jyoti, and um, my favorite color is not a color. Ooh. Oh, it's not a color? Nope, it's a shade. What, what is shade it? is that? Black. Black is a shade, people, for everybody wondering mm -hmm. if it's a color. It is actually a shade. Uh, <laughs> Google search it. Images, do that. Um, we also have Marusha as a guest as well. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing swell. Thank you. Um, Marusha and Navek drove here together and uh while briefly on the phone with them uh marisha let me know that navik was uh navik was weaving and werving through traffic like he was an extra in fast and furious uh are you one piece physically mentally you yeah. doing okay i'm just driving has improved <sighs> round of applause for navik's driving yeah woo <laughs> Uh, I would like to issue a formal apology because I always give people a hard time for being late, for them being late, you know, because I'm always on time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Feel me. Uh, but today I wasn't. So I have to issue an apology to our guests and to Krish. You know, he came through with a nice shirt. Oh, uh, thanks, man. No one can see it. But that's fine. Um, nice shirt with good colors on it. You know, Shadow Palace real quick. It also has my favorite shade on it, which is black as well. Absolutely. Um, we brought our guest Jody on to the show today uh, because we're super excited to talk to her about some of the artwork that she does, um, as well as how she got into artwork, and also about um, 
the super <laughs> super colorful people that enter her dms on instagram um because this is something she was telling me about prior to us recording and this is something i've been <laughs> very excited to hear more about because uh they're super colorful and super interesting and uh very fun to talk about i can imagine uh but before we get into that yeah sorry real quick um here we like to ask the hard-hitting questions <laughs> so what is your favorite religion what is the best religion in your opinion i don't believe in religion <coughs> bang pow <laughs> knock that one off the list <laughs> continue krish <laughs> So now that we have that question out of the way, uh, the first one I wanted to ask you is um, painting. Painting is the particular kind of, of art that you like to indulge in. It's what you've been practicing from a very young age. Um, you were explaining to me that it was from the age of 10 that you originally started painting. That's right, eh? Yeah. 10 years old. And you were not, you, you haven't lived in Canada your whole life, have you? No. Yeah. Where were you born? Sri Lanka. You were born in Sri Lanka, and how old were you when you came to Canada? Uh, I was 12. Uh, and what was that transition like for you? It was fun. <laughs> yeah? Because I lived in, like, different places, and, like, Canada was really, I guess, welcoming. Right. Yeah. Minus the winter, though. Yeah. That fucked you up. The <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to bounce from that. Okay, yeah. that's fair. Um, so why painting? What was, what was the f- like, your first point of introduction to painting? It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, like being a- able to like express myself with colors and like different pictures that I can paint and you know, it's yeah. just dope. <laughs> yeah. And what about uh, like anyone else in your family? Like, was it was it your family or was it someone outside of your family that uh, I mean, you know, by the age of ten years old, you kind of know what painting is all about. But uh, when was like, do you remember the first time where you're like, yo, this is I sick? Do you remember what you painted? What was your? F- do you remember what your first ever painting was? It was a landscape. I remember that. Um, I was. Yeah, I was 10, and I was just painting it in school for some competition kind of thing. Okay. And, like, yeah, and, like, I just got, like, second place or whatever. Sick. <laughs> and I was like, damn, I can actually paint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, it just continued kind of thing. Wow. Good. When did you start really getting into anime, just watching it? Because um, that's something that, I mean, um, to primarily through your Instagram, which is where you share like so much of your artwork that's something that Naveen and i definitely picked up on was all the sick anime well primarily naruto and dragon ball z yeah, which you see I'm, a lot i'm a huge fan of naruto yeah. and like i always love just watching it yeah and like being able to put it down on canvas is like a blessing yeah uh most of my paintings are like commissioned so mm-hmm. people already like ordered and able to paint them right so some of the anime like i don't even watch them but i have to paint them because yeah. they're customers <laughs> yeah for but sure it's fun because like it is like new doorway for everything mm-hmm provides this kind of like a new challenge i guess eh? for sure. who's your favorite naruto character uh itachi yeah yeah okay. also have you seen all 800 episodes of naruto because <laughs> <Of course laughs> i feel like they just keep adding on like i don't know how people do Bruto it now. yeah i actually it's extension oh, finish man. watching naruto actually um i just don't have time <laughs> but yeah uh i would love to catch up on it <laughs> yeah <laughs> when you find the time yeah it's sure. uh it's a good ending i'll say that much um, it? <laughs> yeah, it's a great ending. I'm not going to spoil it, though. Oh, don't. Please don't. Yeah, you're what? Episode 100? I'm on actually um, 321. You're lying. Yeah, part two. Yeah? Because <laughs> that episode, there was a part one and part two for that one. So. Ship. Oh. Hmm? Ship it out? Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> that thing. Fraud alert! Fraud alert! <laughs> Going off in the background there. No, it's no, okay, man. I love that. I like Inuyasha. <laughs> Shout out to YTV. 9 p.m. on Fridays. <laughs> They had you in you in you Yasha and all the kids would watch it. So I was like, you know, I'm beyond that too. You had your head on swivel just in case your uh, your parents walked in on you and some like very gory or just like weird anime like romance shit went down. I think there was brief nudity, <laughs> which is why I was late at night. It's yeah, kind of weird for anime, but hey, animes like they do that, right? Uh, sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, on occasion they definitely do that. Uh, <laughs> um. So the next thing I wanted to ask you was uh, when it comes to like commissioning your work, you know, um, obviously, like you said, because people are paying money, the first thing they think of doing is just being like, okay, I want you to do this. I want you to do that kind of deal. Um, Do you feel like there are people out there who don't necessarily value the type of work or the actual quality of their work? And it's just the fact that you're able to do something that they kind of make you do the same way that like, you know, 
I'm trying to even think there are, you know, tons of people who maybe are like singers um, and have potentially not been, haven't been able to break through as like a, an artist in their, in their own right. And, you know, maybe it's like they uh, choose to do something like open mics um, or even like wedding singing. That's like a very popular thing to do um, where you're just kind of told like, oh, we want this, we want this, we want this, we want this. Like, is there anything you've painted or you've done before that, you know, you didn't want to do or you were kind of hesitant to do, but you still decided to go through with it? Every time I paint something, I make sure, like, I want to do it. Mm. Um, for the client, like, I always uh, tell them, I would suggest, like, if I don't like the picture that they're asking me to do, I would just, like, be like, can, can I do this instead of that? Mm. Like, somehow, they would just be okay with it because the same character, just a different picture. You know? Right. So, like, whatever it is, I just make it, make it seem like something I like doing. Mm. Like, do something that I like. Yeah. You know, and add my own style to it. Of course. So... It's always going to be my original piece rather right. than something off the internet or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Because so often, like, you know, <clears throat> especially in this case where you're pretty much doing your marketing, you're pretty much pr promoting yourself exclusively, right? Yeah. Um, especially for someone start well, you know, at the very beginning stages of kind of having this, like, self-run business, there's the chance where perhaps at a desperation you can kind of come to that point right so it's it's good you know i mean is there any has there been a point where you've just been like nah that's a bad idea or like nah i'm not going to do that has that ever yeah, happened yeah like i actually rejected like a couple of commissions really yeah i only because um the picture they gave me wasn't clear enough oh yeah. and i knew the pr product was not going to be that great right because details would matter to me right yeah. do people to this day like lowball you in terms of like prices they're like Let's say they, they want a painting and they go for like something that you would have taken like your early days, you know? Let's say it's like a seriously low price like right now. Does that still happen? What, what do you mean? Like let's say, for example, I don't know how much, I, I don't want to reveal, <laughs> I don't want you to reveal how much you charge for paintings, but let's say they say like, <laughs> can you do this uh, Inuyasha <laughs> painting for like a hundred bucks? And that would be enough. <laughs> do you like straight off like? Yeah, I just tell them like, I, I have like a price list kind of thing. Um, but like prices depend on the canvas size. Mm. So when I send them the list, they have to pick the size from there. And there's nothing that starts from hundred. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> talk that talk, you know. <laughs> Let them know. <laughs> no, it's huge. But yeah. Um, it just starts from like three hundred and goes up to like thousand two hundred fifty, mm -hmm. two thousand. It takes. I mean, it's a. It takes like on average. How long would you say? Like, uh, I mean, I don't even know canvas sizes or anything like that. Like, how how long does, like, an average size piece usually take for you? Um, Six to nine hours. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That can end up eating most of your day then. Uh, well, yeah. Basically, like, I know other painters, they would take, like, um, longer. <laughs> because, like, I guess it's the practice, I guess. Because yeah. I paint every day. Right. And I just got really fast. Yeah. 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 I remember it because I worked at Pino's palette okay. and the people that worked with me, they were painting the same exact thing that I had to paint and they were taking like three hours, four hours and I finished it in half an hour. Right. I finished it, you know? yeah. So it was like crazy seeing how fast I can do things. And, mm. yeah. and you were working there as uh, as like an instructor? Yeah, I'm an artist. Okay, sick. What was that like? I mean, do you, do you, is that something you still do to this day or is something no, you did for a little bit? I actually bit? worked there for a month and I just kind of got bored <laughs> of it. Yeah. Uh, I thought like it wasn't worth my time kind of thing. But it was like a nice experience because I like teaching people anyway. Yeah. So I taught like 50 people in one class kind of thing. No way. Yeah. What is that like? Do you think, uh, especially when it comes to visual art, do you think that's like a there's like a reasonable way to go about teaching art? Do you think it can successfully be done in like a room where there's like 50 people all trying to learn at the same time? I mean, it's fun because um, I get to see, like, what people are doing with their brushes, you know? Like, different people have different techniques of doing yeah. whatever they want. But it is kind of stressful because sometimes they might not get what you're doing on the canvas. Mm -hmm. And they'll be like, can you do this for me, you know? And, like, I have to help each one of them. Right, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it just gets really frustrating. But Yeah, yeah I guess with the different techniques, there's also going to be different, like, um, learning habits, right? Or just, like, exactly. the way people interpret things, which yeah. ends up being kind of difficult. I know you've done some like weekend related art, yeah. like the on the denim jackets, right? Yeah. So like when you're painting for these like six to nine hours, are you playing music in the background or is it just silence? Of course, I play <laughs> music. What are you playing? I play everything, literally. <laughs> I listen to everything. Yeah. What are your like top three go tos? Um, Drake, Kendrick, Eminem. Damn. 
Why not? <laughs> like, who's this Eminem? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just came out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I haven't listened to Eminem in a very long time. Yeah. I'm gonna come clean. I just, I just haven't given him a, a good shot, but that's okay. The first rap song I ever learned besides uh, "X Gonna Give It To You" by DMX was "Surprise, Surprise" was "Lose Yourself" by Eminem. I was like, oh, this is a pretty good song. But I was also like ten. I didn't know who Lil John was, and then I heard Lil John. I was like, Lil John, whoa, yeah, hundred percent. That that sound is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when did you start getting into that? I know. You, so you came to Canada at twelve. Yeah. He's twelve. When did you like really explore the music or different artists and all that? Um. I listened to music before I came to Canada too. Like <laughs> even like English <laughs> artists yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because uh, I I lived in Colombo, Sri Lanka, and I also lived in Australia, London. So like, it was like a mix of all these different places. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I'm really in a box. I just assumed you strictly did not no, listen to that until you touched down in Canada. No, no. I was I, I've always been like listening. So yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Sure. And do you do you play music or do you do you play any instruments or anything like that? No, I don't, but I would love to. Yeah, you're kind of learning the drums, right? Yeah. That's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Drums would be sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to learn, man, you know. $25 flat rate. No, I don't <laughs> actually teach. I'm a very bad teacher, but we can make it happen if necessary. So we got to get to the burning questions. You what very. Are the, what are the ahead. burning questions? Go ahead, Nabek. Oh no! What are the? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, you're, you're you're usually hitting them with the with the heaters, but no, I I definitely have this one lined up. Um, I bet <laughs> you gotta ask about the DMs. Well, because so we, we, I mean, go ahead. Oh no! When <laughs> so when I so I asked you to come onto the podcast via DM, and my fear was, you know, we all we all know that. Like, let's say 70% of your DMs are probably dudes trying to hit you up. Well, yeah. So I didn't want to. I was like, oh, I, I feel like it. you'll probably think like I'm another dude. So I was very careful in my robotic message. <laughs> um, <laughs> will you please come to the podcast, which will be held in Chris's basement? <laughs> um, so do you get a lot of other messages, alternative messages, we'll call them? Yeah, I do. But I just don't. So don't, just don't like give them attention. Like I just ignore it, kind of thing. Because I feel like it would be really bad if I reply. Yeah, you would just snap on them. Yeah. You just tell them to dip. Yeah, and that would be really bad. So I just don't bother with it. Yeah, I just reply to my inquiries <laughs> and the legitimate yeah, ones. The ones that I need. Yeah. <laughs> don't spend your energy on yeah, these exactly. bozos. Yeah. Okay, so here's the question: if, Imagine hypothetically all those bozos, all these, yeah jokers are listening to this episode right now all at the same time what's your first and final message to all of them right now as 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 honest as you can be get a life <laughs> <laughs> perfect yeah get that life <laughs> stop stop what you're doing also yeah like if you're if that's your approach to like any girl stop like it's not gonna work like i'm pretty sure it doesn't Krish, i'm, I'm Because Marusha, you also received those DMs, mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Yeah. But I usually just don't respond. But then I put one dude on blast, like one time. Savage. What did you What did you tell him? I taught him, or I, I just said that telling is teaching. I felt like I was doing so much labor by teaching this man why it was inappropriate. Mm. But it was also annoying because it's like you're like all over my Instagram, so it's like very apparent that I'm in a relationship. And it's like, why are you doing this to me? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I basically was like, dude, don't message me. I have a boyfriend. And then we got into this uh, argument about me, like, being too revealing on Instagram. And that essentially, like, that's why it was permissible. And I was like, okay, well, this is what warrants, like, sexual assault and rape and whatever. And then um, I put it on my Instagram story and, like, thousands of people saw it. <laughs> Like, I put his messages and his handle and stuff. And it was kind of a lesson. But right now, like, if I don't follow you and if you try to DM me, you can't unless I, like, accept it. That's right. Yeah. So that's kind of that. But, like, men are annoying. <laughs> uh, you want to say his handle on podcast? I don't remember podcast? it. We'll bleep it out. <laughs> it's okay. What? <laughs> uh, you don't have to bleep it out. You can put him on blast. Okay, he was like put, saying that shit, and he had like 
very unappealing shirtless pictures on his Instagram, and I was like, this double standard is so real. <laughs> and um, <laughs> what a clown! I, I don't That's remember his, his handle. And then this other dude messaged me the other day, and he was like, if you're ever in Dubai, I want to take you out to eat. Blah blah blah. I love your writing. Blah blah blah. And like, I looked at his Instagram just for the hell of it, and he clearly has a girlfriend. And I was like, dude. No, like, yeah. stop, don't do that. That's so disrespectful to, like, everyone involved. But, yeah. I mean, like, Instagram DMs are cool because you can, like, you're here because of it. But it's also, like, I feel like women are, like, I don't know, harassed a lot through it, too. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> men are annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, think about how this episode of the show started out. I feel like that just confir- <laughs> confirms that statement. <laughs> Uh, in full flight. Um, so on the contrary, um, from two women, could I, could we potentially ask about what you think are some successful things, some do's or don'ts? I mean, you clearly outlined a few don'ts. One, don't already be in a relationship and be a scumbag over the internet. Mm-hmm. Two, just like learn a little bit about, you know, what you're able to criticize someone for. Because, you know, you can tell someone, they're like, hey, killing people is not good. Like, that's a fair criticism. That's, that's pretty fair. That's a good statement yeah. mm-hmm. to support. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, what do you? What would you guys say are positive or slash constructive approaches to hitting someone up through the DMs? Be polite. Okay. Be friendly. Mm. But not flirty. Right. Right. Understand the boundaries? Yeah. Okay. What would you say, Marisha? Yeah, and just like, if I reject you, then don't like use it against me because yeah. that's definitely something that's good. That is potential if you like approach someone right. Yeah. You the option of rejection is there, and you should accept that it's there. And so, but like, if I reject you, move on. But also, just like you can have a friendly conversation with me about music or I don't know yeah. shows or something. Um, that's cool. But yeah. Yeah. Doesn't always have to be a romantic setting, you know? People yeah. just need to kind of get over that. Yeah, for sure. It's not as formal, but just kind of what you're saying is like, oh, if you, <laughs> you know, like I interviewed for a job a, a little while ago. It's like, if I don't get it, like, <laughs> I'm not going to go b- verbally abuse the people who didn't give me a job. It's like, oh, that really just ruins my chances of future employment. Yeah. I feel like the same analogy kind of, uh, kind of applies when it comes to romantic partnerships are you uh referring to the time i put popeyes on blast for not giving me that position (laughs) you mean that time you burned down that popeyes that's being rebuilt on pickering and white's road look popeyes (laughs) you messed up i'm pretty nice and i can count (laughs) so you slipped up better luck next time what uh what was your expertise sandwiches uh seafood um, or, or straight chicken? Just buttering the biscuits. <laughs> I butter them well. I use real butter, not margarine. Um, shout out to the margarine, the yellow container, Food <laughs> Basics, three ninety nine on sale right now. Question, uh, Yodi. Do you, does your mom keep curry and or other food in margarine containers and then fool you into thinking oh yeah. there's margarine? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> does she trick you like, oh, there's cookies here, but no, it's leaves. <laughs> yeah, I hate that. Happens, you know. I've never found cookies in the margarine containers. So yeah. That's that's like a bonus. Like there's, so you're saying that there's a possibility of you opening the the container and there being cookies. Oh that's no, there's <laughs> cookie containers, and then even with the margarine, you just hope there's margarine, right? But then you find again, you find, you put toast in the toaster, and then it, it's done, and then you're like, okay, fine, I have butter, I can eat breakfast today. But no, you see leaves, <laughs> green leaves they're that cur- aren't edible. They're called curry leaves. You can definitely. I mean, eat you could probably eat them, but. I'm not about to eat a bunch <laughs> of leaves, so. Okay, what if it was like sambal? You could definitely eat it. If it was, uh, if it was a curry, you could definitely eat it with bread. If you really wanted to, Navik. It's time to get creative, mm. my friend. Do you know people other than your parents that eat like curry for breakfast? Is that a common? Curry for common breakfast. Food? I don't know. Do you guys know me? No. <laughs> um, I know some people. Uh, well, some family in England who've like eaten like parapa and idiopum or something like that for breakfast um 
Which is fair, I guess. Like, good lentil to start the day. Power you through the day. I don't know. I'm just making this shit up. I don't actually know. But I, I just feel like eating curry for breakfast is like, let's say you have the choice of to get to work in the morning, you can either take a bike or you can take <laughs> a fully functioning car. You can eat curry or you can eat, like, pancakes or <laughs> cereal or anything wonderful, you know? Hey, curry is pretty bomb. <laughs> Curry is good for the lunchtime. <laughs> great for dinner. Um, I just don't see it as like a breakfast food. Like, what about idli? Have you ever had idli for breakfast? Um, that's a thing. It is. Yeah, absolutely. That's considered breakfast food. Yeah, for sure. Oh, it's wow. like a wholesome carb. You have it with some rasam. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't. We learn. It's just facts right here. Oh, okay. Facts, that's facts only. <laughs> that's facts only. Uh, Marusha, you had a. I know you had a question for Jyoti as well. If you wanted to. I was just wondering if you feel like your gender affects you in terms of the art that you make. Of course. Um, I feel like if I was a guy, not much people would buy my paintings. Only because, like, I feel like girls get pushed more. And for paintings, of course, like, I feel like that affects a lot. Especially because, like, marketing-wise, like, uh, I'll be in the picture with the painting. Right. Mm. So I feel like that helps in marketing wise as well. Yeah, I've I thought I've thought about this a little bit because we've talked about this on our show before. I think when we I don't know, I think it was when we like our New Year's episode where we talked about it. I, I don't yeah, I've always kinda wondered. Like I don't know how to I mean obviously there's no simple solution to kind of combating it, but at the in the same right, I mean, it's like a it's a positive kind of step for you to still have your artwork showcased, right? Which exactly. is the um, bottom be, line. Being able to paint is one thing, but being a girl is another thing, you know? Right. So, like, just being both of them is just, like, really helpful, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And um, <coughs> something we, we were kind of touching on earlier, too, is, like, uh, is also this kind of factor of uh, how much kind of, like, uh, kind of, like, commotion you generate or how much attention you end up garnering and what kind of role that plays in it too right Mm -hmm. like a lot of time um when someone is making really good art but say they you know they don't have the followers or they don't have like the link on on some some website like no one's kind of giving them a shot they feel like you're in this kind of like perpetual cycle where no one is giving you rates even though your content is you know you believe in your content Mm -hmm. and uh not only that but there are there have been kind of outlets for you to for you to be validated right it's like you have people buying your paintings but you know you don't get these rates from from not necessarily people that you need but just the people that can really kind of put you on right like did that has that ever played a role for you as well like where you found yourself kind of stuck in between i mean i imagine that's what it was like when you first started right like it was did you find it tricky for you i shouldn't i shouldn't assume i mean like i had like two thousand followers on instagram when i started up Wow. And that was like a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like now I have like 102k. <laughs> it was crazy. Like <laughs> growth is really fast. Yeah. Um, I had like other pages sharing my work that really helped grow my fan base kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, um, it was kind of difficult at first. But like I didn't get much commissions. Right. Obviously, obviously, but like um, as time passed by, more people requested for my paintings, so it was like it just grew. Kind right. Of thing. Did you feel like there was like a a big kind of turning point for you where it went from like the steady stream to just like skyrocketing? Yeah, um, after I hit 50k, yeah, that was a uh, beginning of this year, and within just like five months, four months, I hit like 100k, and it was just like <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah, mm. and it's wild to think you got to imagine sometimes some people just kind of uh, can see a number, yeah, right? And it's, it's like crazy. Yeah. This is this. There's some value here. Mm-hmm. When you started out, did you see a lot of support from our community, like the Thelma community, and all when you started? Um, my art is more of like a international rather than just Thelma community. Mm-hmm. But when I started out, like obviously my family supported me, but not much people knew about me. Mm-hmm. Um, I did some exhibitions like here and there, but it wasn't that big. Um, but yeah, like I guess like people around me just supported me. And mm-hmm. people on the internet, obviously, Instagram. Yeah. That's the main thing for me. 
Mm. Right. And do you use any other platforms or outlets to promote your work? Uh, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah, yeah like okay. mainly Instagram. The socials, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and w- something I'm kind of curious to know is, especially considering the fact that you're doing this on your own, is like, uh, yeah, I mean, how do you find kind of managing all this? Obviously, it's like you are your the business, right? Yeah, it's really crazy because um, I have to act like the painter and like the manager, like marketing manager and everything mm-hmm. at once it was crazy but yeah. sometimes it gets really stressful because i have to manage everything i have due dates passing by like i have to like go along with it yeah but at the end of the day it's all worth it i would stay up some nights like until like 4 a.m 5 a.m working on paintings but the next day i would just sleep until like <laughs> <10 p. m. laughs> sure. yeah but i get to make my own schedule kind of thing so i'm just really happy with that i I'm, i can't work under people yeah like it's like I like working for myself. Yeah, it's dope. Did you do full time painting right out of high school? Yeah. Really? Kinda. Uh, well, I went to university, and like after second year, I'm like, what am I doing? I just kind of dropped out, and and after that, I just like did this full time. Jalexia as a full time. What did you go to school for? Uh, finance. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's nothing to do with my art. I kind of like got forced into it because of my parents, kind of mm. thing. Of course. And then I realized, you know. Life's short. Got to do what you like, you know? Follow your passion. So. I assume that reaction from your parents is kind of tough for them. Yeah, they want yeah. to kick me out, man. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. But it all worked out because once they saw the money coming in, they're <sighs> like, oh, I'm so proud of you. They saw the checks. Yeah. The switch up. Yeah, you mm. know how tall people are. It's funny. <laughs> wow. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was actually going to be my next question is whether that kind of support was was always there whether there was like a turning point where you were just like yeah um i mean my mom racks. was always supportive um oh. she always believed in me kind of thing but my dad was really hectic hmm. yeah but i guess it all worked out at the end <laughs> yeah you doubled down yeah and here you are yeah man it's exciting super super exciting do uh, you want to one day like have your own like studio or like art exhibits for just strictly your art yeah for sure um like I will be doing original pieces soon. Uh, right now, I'm just doing commissions. Mm-hmm. And like I feel like after I hit like 200K around there, then I will do like original pieces and like maybe have like exhibitions. Cool. And probably going to be worldwide. Yeah. Yeah. And how would, um, and h- yeah, how would your kind of like original work differ from what you currently do? Is there any kind of like a specific object or, yeah. you know, point of inspiration that you'd go after? Um, right now I'm doing anime because of my commissions, mm-hmm. but my original would be more of like more cultural kind of thing, you know, like okay. women and like sari and all these beautiful jewelries. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, man, that's. I mean, if there's any, like you <laughs> said, I I suppose you're you're kind of waiting to unleash that I can't on the wait. masses. I actually can't wait because um I'm right now I just don't have the time to do it. Mm-hmm. Like once I do, I'm just gonna hop right onto it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And where I mean, obviously, it seems like. Uh, shouldn't say obviously but it seems like your inspiration not only is coming from you know your background but it, it yeah you seem to com- kind of be grabbing it from like a lot of a lot of different places um which is a super cool thing as well because it's just like you you being able to see what you find we were talking about this earlier is like what you find dope <laughs> what you find sick and just put onto canvas exactly. right exactly like I could be on the street and when I'm looking at trees, I'll be like, oh yeah, that looks cool. You know, <laughs> that color looks cool. Yeah. I, I might just put that on a painting and then I would do it that night. Right. And then it's just sick because I can put anything that I see around me on a daily basis and putting into my painting. Right. Yeah. Unreal. Should we uh should we ask some of the curious quack cat curious cat questions that we got? Should we pull some of those up? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was fielding these a little bit earlier and I know. Uh, you thought these were super weird, but let's see if we can find some that aren't uh, that aren't absolutely outlandish. We have a cool audience <laughs> for high top flip flops. Like it's pretty, pretty dope. Yeah, it's uh, you know. Sometimes I think it's just one person. <laughs> like I know at least twenty of these questions were all from a friend of mine named Patrick Patrick Bedith, who's list- probably not listening. But either way, thanks Patty for the twenty questions. So here's a good one. Uh, what is your morning ritual? Yeah, this is this is an open question by all means. What is your morning ritual? Um, I just wake up, meditate. Mm. I clear my mind and then eat and then talk to my mom for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> when did you when did you start meditating? When was that? When did that become a part of your ritual? I started recently. Yeah. Um, 
I was going through a lot, like anxiety, depression, and all that. And then started getting hangover with medication, like you know, self awakening and like all that. Mm-hmm. And just relaxing, you know. Yeah. Dope. <laughs> yeah. Did you have to go to classes or did you just learn I by self taught? Yeah. yeah. That's mm-hmm. kind of been the the so story. Mm-hmm. Self taught everything. That's sick. Wow, <laughs> that's really good. Yeah. How about you guys? Nabeek, what's your morning ritual, man? Um, So, hop up out the bed. Wake um, and bake, baby! <laughs> <laughs> you know, we can pick that dang kush. Mom already rolled the J up for me. We smoking loud in the bathroom. <laughs> Hot um, boxes, bitch. Hot box, delicious. Mm. So, you know, I brush the teeth. Um, Walk downstairs. Don't talk to my mom. Avoid her at all costs. So, the opposite of you. Um, and then, you know, just whip up a nice, delicious breakfast, Fruit Loops and milk, uh, or Eggos in the toaster. And you know what? I drink my, uh, milk tea. You know, milk tea's important every morning. Mm. Like, no matter what I do, I gotta, gotta pour that milk tea. You gotta pour it nice, too. You know, you know how you gotta pour it. You gotta, she's, uh, Jody's demonstrating how you would take the two metal cups and you <laughs> pour it above each other until you you see a wild display of tea. <laughs> you look like a waterbender for like a hot second. You're just <laughs> out here with the cups. Yeah, I mean. Uh, waterbending, that's done on uh, last airbender. <laughs> the airbender dude, right? He does that? Yeah. yeah. That's sure. right. How about yourself? What's your, what's your <laughs> ritual? My morning ritual. Um, on a day that I work, I wake up, um, hop about the bed, just make sure I have all my all the things I need for work. I'm um, usually popping a couple pieces of toast. Take a vitamin, take a, man, PSA, 1,000 milligram vitamin C pills. Just take one every morning. This, it's sunshine inside your body. I'm telling you right now, PSA, sunshine inside your body. Take the vitamin C pill if it's in the house. Haven't had it all this week. And I've been having a fever. And I just bought some vitamin C last night and lost my fever today. Whoa, there hell. There you go. That's, that's, very that's it right there. That's just... Uh, that's just simple causation right there mm. so you just do that and then you know now the the sum or the weather's getting a lot warmer i just bike down to the bus stop and then start my day and that's it sleep on the bus sometimes listen to music it's all she wrote and then on my off days um i don't know i usually edit this podcast mm. um those days never there's no ritual there yeah ritual on work days very bland very exciting not very exciting. How about you, Marisha? Um, get out of bed, brush my teeth, and listen to the Discover Weekly playlist on Spotify. Mm. And I put on clothes and I go, and I do not be myself. But I always go to Tim Hortons. Okay. What's the go-to at Tim's? Just a nice coffee. You know, every day. <laughs> too much money. Yeah. Timmy's got to cut the check. Yeah. What? Uh, who have you discovered this week on Spotify? <laughs> it's gonna become a ritual though it's gonna yeah. become a ritual but um <laughs> there were some songs i like liked mm. yeah okay any artists in particular i guess you just kind of forget sometimes yeah, too if it's just a passing they're mostly low-key artists yeah. kind of oh i did hear the song penthouse flora on discover spot discover weekly right by john legend and chance the rapper mm-hmm. is it penthouse flora or penthouse i don't know something like that but yeah, that was a good one. Okay. For this week. I'm, you already answered this. I found this song that I'm going to share with the world. Maybe I'll play it as the outro to this episode. It's called Civic, and it's the hardest song I've ever heard. And it's all about, you know, being lost in the world, but having your Honda Civic by his side. How do you feel about Honda Civics? But like, but like <laughs> beyond that, but like it's cultural significance. Exactly. Yeah. What do you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe we need to uh, explain to you. Go ahead. Um, this could be a part of my soup it up as well. So soup it up is a bit where we talk about things that anger us in the week, and we just get out of our system. Something, something that made us, you know, maybe like pissed us off or something like that. It's just like a good way to get it out um, there. So go ahead. So my Honda Civic, which you know has been very loyal to me, but at the same time has broken down sixteen times in the past year. Um, sixteen. But I stay with it. You know, I stay with the Honda Civic just because. Of all the memories it's provided me, <laughs> the all, 
the loyalty, you know, not a lot of loyal people and things out there. Tell I'm me about all the Tell me about unloyal things real quick. What kind of unloyal things we got out here? I'm talking about my socks that holes <laughs> in them. <laughs> I'm talking to um all the the people that come to my workplace and anger me. Mm. Shout out to all the old white ladies you see. I see you, you see me. <laughs> the um, white ladies at Yorkdale, by the way, are the worst. Like, I was, this is very... No, this is a soup it up. Okay. Go for it. I'm just going to go ahead. So I was in Uniqlo, <laughs> and this white lady crossed my path, and I said sorry because I'm over-apologetic. And she went, mm-hmm. And I was like, bitch, you crossed my path. What you mean, mm-hmm? <laughs> And I was like, I don't like these white... I feel so sorry for you because the white ladies at Yorkdale are the worst. Mm. Yeah. So I work at Yorkdale at a, a store I won't, that won't be named. And it's funny because a lot of these women or these people, are they want me to feel sad for them or bad for them. Oh, I dropped my uh, phone in the toilet after I drank an entire bottle of Goose. <laughs> and they start crying. And I'm like, yeah, you don't do that. Don't. Why would you do that? You're so dumb. Like, haha. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they just uh, become pissed at me, and uh, I'm like, you're s- they're like, oh, you're supposed to be nice. You're s- you're in sales, and I'm like, uh, the check ain't that nice. <laughs> so, how do you have a like a, a soup it up, like something that just uh, cheesed you in the last week or yeah. two? Yeah. Um, um, one of my clients actually, I started the painting, and then he's like, oh, I don't want it anymore. You know, Ooh. and I'm, I'm like. Buddy, you already did the down payment. <laughs> if you're not gonna pay the rest, I'm gonna sell it to someone else. Yeah, and keep <laughs> and the down payment. Yeah, <laughs> and then he just comes back to me. He's like, "Okay, okay, um, finish it. I'll pay the rest." Mm. Yeah, it was just funny. Did you get a lot of those? Not really. It was like my first time actually. Okay. Yeah, he mm. just probably couldn't afford the rest that year. There's a chance. Yeah. yeah. People gotta value the time though. Exactly. That's a tricky one. Yeah, that's one thing because people, I guess, they all assume, oh, it's uh. It shouldn't be that expensive, but yeah. you're putting so much time and it's just you. Yeah. You know, it's not like a whole company behind this. It's mm-hmm. one person. So it kind of ma- it all makes sense. Yeah. All the labor and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, next question for you guys. Uh, what's the best way to spend a summer break, especially with summer on the loom here? What are some what are some things that you 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 really want to do this summer? Travel. Yeah. OK. Where are we talking? Uh, I want to go to Australia. Back to Australia. Yeah. <laughs> what's like uh, from what you remember? In, you said it's in Melbourne, right? Yeah. Earlier you were saying Melbourne. Uh, what is it about Melbourne that's popping? I have a cousin who's currently living there, and he loves it there as well. But he doesn't really. People are nicer. <laughs> nicer yeah, in general, nicer right? Than Canadians. That's just that's just crazy, right? Wow. Because <laughs> mm. I, I know the Canadians are really nice, but that's a, that's yeah. the you know yeah. stereotype. I guess. You still get people <laughs> crossing people up and <laughs> be fucking bashful. <laughs> But yeah, people there are really nice. Um, and I like the weather too. It's like really summer, like mm. all the time. Like there's no winter. Their winter is like our spring kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. What about the animals though? Kangaroos. <laughs> yeah, I I know the snakes that uh, appear in toilets. No, I I never seen that, but that's really. <laughs> really, yeah. I've, that's why that's my biggest fear about Australia. Just I, I like heard that they have like big spiders, but I've never seen those either. But. Yeah. Yeah, my biggest fear is using the toilet and having a snake bite my asshole. Because <laughs> okay. I feel like that could happen. Yeah, what man. Because I see it so often. That's the thing about Australia, right? I mean, obviously it's wonderful, great weather, great people, and all that. But uh, you know the snakes. <laughs> snakes <laughs> on toilet. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think it, it's. I, I think Australia is home to like the uh, largest collection of like the world's deadliest animals. Yeah, it's the don't biggest qu- island. Yeah, I mean, don't quote me on that, but I think that's a thing. Um, yeah, a lot of deadly spiders. I remember reading some story about like, <laughs> I don't know who who knows how real it is, but some like big ass spider like <laughs> making a nest in some dude's dreadlocks because they were just like so intense and like he didn't even know about it. Yeah, again, someone could have just made this up. This is the internet we're talking about, but, <laughs> but either way, yo, if that's real, I mean, it could be based on a true story. It happened to a friend of a friend of a friend of mine. You never know. Oh jeez. <laughs> so summer plans don't you know. Look down the toilet before you do your thing. That's a vague summer plan. Yeah, that's <laughs> my uh, tip for the summer. <laughs> Always look in the toilet. Do you have any other places? Just Australia. Just Australia. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's the destination. We should all just join her. Just yeah. hop on a plane. No big deal. Let's yeah. get on that plane. <laughs> How about you, Misha? Um, I guess take 
take advantage of Canadian water and I want to go see the stars. True. Some concerts here and there. Yeah. Any that you have lined up currently? I guess there's uh, Manifesto, yeah, eh? That's Manifesto. a sick one. A lot of good artists there. Still, but yeah, likewise. I didn't get on that. <laughs> and hopefully go back to Texas for a week. Nice. Yeah. That'd be really nice. You haven't been there for almost a year now, eh? Mm-hmm. Dang. What's the first thing you do upon returning? Eat amazing tacos. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Agua fresca. And bomb agua. <laughs> Except my agua fresca was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is backstory. Uh, Mirsha let us taste test agua fresca that you made from scratch the other day. It's pretty sick, yo. It's pretty sick. Yo. Yeah. It's, it's very sick. easy to make. I'm totally boosting <laughs> myself. But yo, um, still, you still got to get the ratios right. That's what's most important. True. Yep. Lots of sugar. But <laughs> yeah, I'll probably just go eat tacos. And there's this um, place called Barton Springs. And it's like the biggest. It's like a man-made water True. in Austin. And it stays the same temperature all year. Oh, shit. And it's pretty dope. I really like that place. So just chill by there. Yeah. Sounds like a dream. Yeah, reminisce a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm. And yeah, just go see my sisters and stuff. Yo, shout out the sisters real quick. Um... What was I going to say here? I was going to say, speaking of food, um, Jody, you were talking about some uh, a couple good spots in Scarborough to eat. You were talking about Osmos earlier. Mm-hmm. Let the people know about okay. Osmos real quick. Because I forgot that I had gone to this place once, and it was life-changing. It was life. It was so life-changing that I forgot that I had gone oh, there. Um, but this is a pretty good spot. Where's a, where's a no-go? We were talking about this earlier. Babu's is, has become death. Babu's is... Yeah, we were talking about this earlier in the car right here. Yeah, um, the food is really bad now. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's I've old food kind of thing, you know? Mm. Yeah, the wow. other day I got, like, kotu, and it was really bad. I feel like they made it the day before and just gave it to me, you know? And I just gave it back to them. I said, here, you eat this. Because <laughs> I want um. you to try this first before <laughs> you put it back to the kitchen, you know? Jeez. Yeah, it was, it was really bad. Because they used to be the spot. Yeah, exactly. Like I guess they're just slacking. Yeah, they got the crown. Mm. That's what you do with it afterwards, you know? Yeah. You got to step it up. But they did not. That's bullshit. To make, where are your favorite places to eat in Scarborough? Um, hmm. I forget all the names. <laughs> uh, no, I like um, Green Grotto is always good for the bubble tea. Um, there's a place for burgers and uh, pizza. I think it's... I met. I told you the other day. I don't remember. <laughs> is it off Kennedy? <laughs> I I know you don't know, but I I'm trying to give them the place. He always I, gives like the intersection. It's like it's a red building. I'm like that is not. A <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, Midland and Finch. Um, there's a red, uh, Asian spot with like dumplings and um. Red. <laughs> I just in, I just in got the pho unlock, and the Midland and Finch spot got the dumplings unlock. Okay. <laughs> Um, it's all very helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Just go to Midland and Finch. It's red. It's the only red thing there. <laughs> it's the only red build. Okay. If you're listening and you know of some food places that uh, we all need to try out, hit the Curious Cat or just hit the comment section of this at this podcast. Please let us know um, where we should be eating in the city this year. And please hit us up with some more questions on this podcast because, uh, yeah, you guys are hitting us with some good questions, even if they're all just from Patrick. <laughs> Don't let Patrick ask any more questions. Um, but we've we've unfortunately come to the end of our podcast here. Um, we really want to thank Jody for joining us again today. Um, I hope you had fun. I hope you're not too uh, freaked out by <laughs> the insanity that comes out of an unrecognized mouth. Um, but you got any last words for any listeners, any potential, uh, you know, aspiring painters or artists who are maybe in their second year of finance at a university in the GTA who uh aren't sure about whether they should uh, pursue their art or not. Yeah, follow your passion, you know? At the end of the day, do what you like. Easy peasy. Yeah. <laughs> Those are wise words. Any last words from Mirsha and Navik? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I do. Uh, if you're looking to investing in something major like a car, never buy it from a person, especially a guy in his 50s, especially a guy named uh, Indaraja. No, <laughs> That's not that I just made that up, but um, always buy it from a lot from a person that's supposed to sell cars. 
And uh, this could be a house. This could be um, a shirt, you know? <laughs> Always specific invest advice. more into it so you get quality <laughs> out of it. Don't just go Very for the point. cheap. Mm. Especially you know? for something that's like an asset, right? You know, you could buy a, a Jody painting for maybe two grand, or you could buy a painting by me for $7. <laughs> You'll notice the quality difference. <laughs> Um, mine looks like it was drawn by a three-year-old. Hers drawn by an appropriate age. So that's my advice. <laughs> Thank you so much, Naveek. Um, before we leave, where can people go check out your work? Uh, it's on Instagram, yep. Yeah. What's the, uh, what is the name of the account? Uh, JYXDI. JYXDI. Everyone go check it out. Give her a follow. Um, if you see something you like, you should, uh, yeah, you should pay up. Uh, maybe we'll split it. We'll split a painting, then uh, figure out how we're gonna split a painting <laughs> physically. Uh, thanks again for joining us. Episode twenty of Hot Top Flip Flops. Goodbye. Just to soften you